0: flushcarecom weightloss.
1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am super, super excited to have the lovely Sophie Robinson with us today. So Sophie is actually one of my seven That Guy's House authors that I mentored throughout 2019. So I've worked with Sophie over the last 10 months to help her birth and create her book um, and grow her brands as well, which is super exciting. So I, of course, had to get Sophie on the podcast to share her wonderful message and work with you and talk about her exciting book that's coming up as well so Sophie if you don't know works as a British registered psychotherapist and counselor offering services in person and worldwide online. She also works as a mentor, coach, Reiki practitioner, and her book Wellness Magic is coming out this summer with That Guy's House. Sophie's mission is about blending spirituality with evidence-based psychological treatments and understanding together to create an integrative balance of wellness unique to each individual. She believes in lifelong learning and personal development within all aspects of a person's life in order to live authentically with more balance and love. So thank you so much, Sophie, for being here today. Hello,
0: Emma. Thank you. It's a pleasure.
1: So first of all, a question I ask everybody who comes on the podcast. When did you spiritually awaken? What's your story?
0: Okay, so it's a little unconventional. Um, I was 11 when I spiritually awakened. Um, All I can tell you about that time is I was sitting in the garden having a break from revision and I was reading, of all things, um, the Chronicles of Narnia. And for, something, for some reason, something just clicked to me about how life works, about how the universe works, and it just all made sense. <laughs> um, so that is how I spiritually awakened. Um, and my life has been completely different ever since that point.
1: That's interesting. So once you'd kind of read the Narnia book, which I love, um, and had this kind of like epiphany moment, what kind (laughs) of led you down your path to obviously becoming like a psychotherapist and counsellor and awakening even more and getting into like Wicca and things? Like how did you get on that path?
0: Wow. So there was lots of different avenues which kind of led me to each one of those things. Um, Definitely, this was back in the days of libraries. So I was quite a library goer. So I just went to my local library and got a few books out um on spiritual texts. I started with Buddhism, um ended up on things like Feng Shui, and then eventually I found a book um by Phyllis Curot um who's an American Wiccan, and her book was um like an autobiography of her journey into Wicca and witchcraft and just modern magic. Um, and that really just sparked me off from that point then. I found other authors. Um, I got interested in lots of different aspects of sort of working magically, such as with dreams. That led me on to discovering Sigmund Freud, who I'm sure most of you will have heard of before. Um, he's a like a founding father of psychoanalysis. Um, and that led me on to psychology. <laughs>
1: And so for people who are wondering what wicca is, because um, obviously like there can be some like kind of like scary connotations with it. Like mm. I've definitely had to deal with that through my own spiritual awakening and reading Lisa Lister's work really helped me to understand mm. the, why I felt really uncomfortable with the term witch and wicca, et cetera. So what yeah. is wicca and how do you incorporate this into your modern life?
0: Okay. That's a fab question. Yeah. Um, Wicca is a form of modern or neo-paganism, um, which is a religion. Uh, Wicca is a religion. It was founded in England in the mid 20th century by a uh, Mr. Gerald Gardner. Um, he was practicing it before, um, but he popularized it into culture, basically. Um, um, Wicca, I suppose you would describe it as a polytheistic nature-based religion. Um, Wiccans traditionally will observe the cycles of the earth, including the solar and lunar cycles, um, which gives us eight Sabbaths throughout the year. That's how Wicca sort of divides the year up. Um, They observe a lot to do with the masculine and the feminine and sort of balancing those dualities within each of us and our lives. Um, For me personally, there isn't really a separation between daily life and witchcraft or Witchcraft being the practice of Wicca. Um, I see magic in pretty much everything that I do, (laughs) from the way that I stir drinks, um, the deliberate use of colour, scent, placement of objects around my home, um, everything, literally everything I'm doing with that intent of magic. Um, And I suppose magic is that power of belief in your own will and attention and that that has an effect on your world and how you see things
1: interesting and like all those things that you mentioned of like the moon cycles um you know like crystals the divine feminine divine masculine even like womb work and connecting to your menstrual cycle and things like mm. I've been doing so much of that over the last year a few years and I'm like gosh like this these are all witchy practices like they, they really are, are. And yeah. I never realized this. And I don't think probably a lot of people listening will probably realize that, that actually even, you know, creating and manifesting is very much a kind of like witchy kind of intention. And I think it's really becoming comfortable with that term, which isn't it? And, mm-hmm. and putting positive connotations to it instead of seeing the kind of old fashioned, scary kind of like. You know, and I think a lot of the time for myself, like when I think of witchy, I'm like, oh, that like, you know, it's like witchcraft, and that's like against the universe's will. And why would you want to do that? So, what would you kind of advise to anybody listening who's kind of had those thought patterns, like myself, and have you had them as well?
0: Oh, I I never had them. I think because I got into uh, studying witchcraft and occultism um, from such a young age, I I was quite removed from any of that sort of fear. Um, i only experienced a mild mild version of it from my parents but literally as soon as i explained everything to them Um thankfully they were open-minded enough and i didn't have any resistance um so but i definitely do you know hear about it and see it within other people other people's journeys um but i think just knowledge knowledge is power Um, the more you read up and understand things the less scary they seem because you you actually are giving yourself chance to understand so i think if anybody is um has reservations with certain words then look into the origins of them you know look into the cultures that first use those words and you'll see that there was nothing you know there was no scary intention around any practices within um, modern wicca at least anyway Um, And you'll see that it is just totally about um, balancing life and uh, observing nature, really. (laughs)
1: definitely and what i really love about your own book wellness magic is how grounded and integrated it is so for me you know i was really excited to see you write this book because i was like oh my god i'm going to learn all this fantastic stuff about like wicker and witchiness and although all of that is in the book it's actually really grounded and i love how your kind of like psychotherapist and counselor background comes into it to give really practical grounded advice where it makes it really simple and it was really easy for me to read because it just made sense and it it took away that kind of like scary factor i was like actually i'm doing a lot of these and these are really Mm -hmm. simple things to do which are kind of more like spiritual practices um so that's what i really loved about your book and lisa lister as well it is great at you know communicating it in a way and i think what she touches upon you know how for lifetimes, we've been, you know, burnt for having these spiritual abilities or believing in spirituality or practicing these kind of like manifesting moon cycle things. So I think, you know, within us, we may have that kind of like past life memory as well of being burnt, being drowned, you know, be our spirituality being suppressed as such. So it, like you say, it's really Learning about it and you know, accepting that this lifetime we can talk about these things, and you know, it can be called a whole manner of things, whether you want to call it, you know, witchy, wicker, spirituality, manifesting, but it all kind of like goes into the same thing, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's very much an umbrella holding up the same things. I agree with you completely. And all over the world, cultures have observed moon cycles and things. You know, if, if you look far back of every land that we have now you know you will find a culture that lived there originally that that did the things that we sort of see now as being spiritual
1: <laughs> definitely so as i've mentioned you have a very modern take on wicca so your book's called wellness magic what does wellness magic mean to you
0: oh um to me wellness magic is the use of magical and spiritual practices um to better your personal sense of well-being so that's whatever Wellness means to you as your individual. So, if that's feeling calmer, if that's feeling more present in your daily life, more satisfied with who you are and the life that you're living, then that's your wellness, that's your magic.
1: I love that. Such a good, such a good description of it. It's beautiful. So, what are some great wellness magic rituals that we can use to manifest in our lives?
0: Okay. Releasing, um, whether that's in sort of cleansing or clearing spaces, whether that's physical space, uh, you know, such as you, you know your your wardrobe, your room, um, or energetic. So if that's your like the way that a room feels or a space feels to you, or if it's more on the mental level, like your psychological, so your mind. Um, I love sort of clearing all of those things and then inviting something new in um that you want more of. So whether that is something like happiness or opportunities, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like a physical object. Um, for me, it's more about energy, and then those things can come with that if they need to. Um, <clears throat> so a really simple thing could be um, burning a candle, which you use specifically for that clearing cleansing purpose. Um, and then as you stare at the flame, um, imagine that anything that you don't want is sort of being drawn towards that flame and it's safely burning away um, and being neutralized and turned into um, what you want so that the the flame, the heat that you see rippling off it is actually what you want more of in your space. So whether that is happiness, opportunities, love, I like simple practices because the encouragement is there to do them quite often, you know, on a daily, weekly basis. Um, but I definitely like more elaborate practices as well, where you, you really get into that sort of ritual mindset and, you know, really connect on what feels like every level to what your intention is. Um, and I do go over a lot of practices like that within the book. Um, for people who like a mix of both like me
1: <laughs> I love them great little techniques that I can't wait to try them myself so what are the key Wiccan events each year and, and what can we do for them to kind of like celebrate them as such so obviously you have like the solstices most of us probably know about the summer solstice winter solstice mm. spring equinox autumn equinox so what are the kind of key events and what can we do for them
0: yes yeah, so the key events um they they're all do with the solar cycles of the year Um, so if we we start with um winter solstice because that's one that i think most people are familiar with that that word now winter solstice um in wicca that's referred to as yule um, and that's on december the 21st moving on from that we have um february's eve or february the first um and that is called in bulk um within wicca um, moving on, we have the spring equinox, which is known as Easter um, to uh, non-Pagans, um, and that is March the 21st. Um, May, uh, May 1st, or Beltane, um, is coming up for us um, right now as we're recording, and that's traditionally a fire festival, and it's all about love um, and connection and fertility. Um, and I suppose those words can themselves seem a bit, oh, you know, what What can I do with that? But um, really, you can apply any of these things to your life. So, you know, what part of life do you want to be more fertile? Is it your, your work? Is it your relationship with, um, like, a spiritual practice? Um, you know, maybe you want your intuition to blossom a lot more. Um, that's a type of fertility, so it doesn't have to be, literally about fertility in the traditional sense of the word um, so within the book i go through ways to use these traditional um, acknowledgements of the cycles of the year to support with what you're doing in your life um, and what you want from it so what your wellness goal is um, then moving on from may we have summer solstice june the 21st Um, That's a personal favourite of mine, I love that one. Um, Then we have August, um, August Eve, which is known as Lammas in in Wicca. Um, Then we have Autumn Equinox, known as Bon, and that's on September the 21st. Um, And lastly, it would be November's Eve, or um, Semain, so the 31st of October, known as Halloween.
1: Amazing. So you've, you've kind of given a few tips on what to do on some of them. So in in terms of like the equinoxes, like the main events, equinoxes and solstices, mm. what would you kind of um, suggest for people to do?
0: Oh, um, I suppose it depends on where you're at with your life. So I would look at, you know, what is it that you're actually trying with your life at the moment? You know, are, are you trying to manifest something and how can the energy at that time of the year support you? Um, So if it is Beltane, for instance, um, the 1st of May, that's, you know, the fiery energy of that as the the earth is heating up for us in the northern hemisphere, um, you know, you could use that energy to fuel your will, if you like, fuel your desire. Um, So, gosh, you could do anything, Um, you know, how could you use that fire to get what it is that you want? Um, do you need to release something that's holding you back um, you know burn it away um, and you know use that fertile basin to plant new seeds for something that you do want
1: brilliant and I'm so excited to to try these as well so the next one probably is going to be the summer solstice which I love as well it's my personal favorite so (laughs) I love doing these like little rituals each time of the year to like you say, you know, plant the seeds, like, you know, put my intentions out there for manifesting. And then also doing that like inner work in the winter as well. And like going within and illuminating whatever, yeah, like whatever needs to come up as such. So my last question for you today, then is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with?
0: Oh, that's, it's really hard to pick just one piece, isn't it? Um, I think uh, definitely at the moment, for me, the life advice I would give is um, for any individual to learn to be okay with being uncomfortable. Um, so much distress is caused from what we perceive as negative emotions or um, even the fear of not feeling good ones all the time. Um, and it just causes unnecessary distress and takes us out of ourselves and our sense of groundedness. Um so I would really encourage people to learn to be okay with all sorts of emotions.
1: Beautiful. I love that. Amazing advice. So let's talk about your book then. So tell my listeners a little bit about your book, what they can expect from it and when when we where we can get it, when we can get it.
0: <laughs> okay, so um it will be released in summer. Um pre-order will be up by the time you're listening to this. Um it will be um, available on waterstones amazons across um, america australia and england um the uk um, and barnes and noble um the delay has just been because of the coronavirus and all the lockdown measures exactly um, the, we've, the we've all
1: been West feeling Day. that haven't we with the books that my books have no. laid like everyone's has
0: exactly yeah so we're all in the same boat with it um but the pre-order will be up by by this point
1: amazing and what can we expect from the book what's inside
0: oh my gosh um more depth of everything that we've talked about today um lots of practices for you to incorporate into your life from the first point of reading um you don't have to read it in order you can open up at any page pretty much and and just you know start To flow with something. Um, and everything should be in there for you to start creating a really solid foundation to your well-being.
1: Amazing. And what I really love in your book is just how many tools you give in there. Like, you know, really practical things to do, like the tea making, which I loved, um, really good analogies. Um, all they're all very tea-based, which I love, obviously. I can't can't not write about tea I'm sorry it's my blood (laughs) I know well it's your podcast name as well so (laughs) it does all fit in nicely but yeah it's great how many really practical things are in there for people to actually go and try and there's like step-by-step processes so you know if you're listening to this and you're like but how do I do all of this Sophie walks you through everything which is fantastic so where can my lovely listeners find your work if they want to learn more about you
0: Um, the easiest place to go to is my website. So it's, it's sophiewoldrobin.com. Um, and I'm also pretty active on Instagram. Um, so that's at sophiewildrobin.
1: Fantastic. Well, good luck with your book launch. Um, and thank you so much for coming on today. It's been such a pleasure, pleasure chatting with you, learning more about witchiness and wellness magic. And I'm sure everybody has really enjoyed this episode as well. So thank you so much, Sophie.
0: Thank you for having me and thank you for listening.
1: So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Sophie and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to Sophie's website in the description down below. And if you want to learn anything more about myself, my coaching or anything else that I do, like my videos, etc., then you can find it all on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free law of attractions support group over on facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality so i hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and i'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys
0: even on a budget quality is non-negotiable Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello fresh